Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will continue his message, which is titled, Signed, God With Us. This message is a part of the larger Give Thanks series and will focus on Advent. His primary message for this text can be found in Isaiah 7. So if you have your Bibles, please turn them over to Isaiah 7 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. So I want to focus on today what I personally call the sign of hope and the sign of healing that our great God has given us. And there's four takeaways that I want to show us from this sign today. Four helpful takeaways that I hope will will increase joy within us, that will increase strength in us in this season, strength in the Lord, that will increase peace to our weary, weary souls in this moment. And to finish 2020 strong and to enter into 21 stronger. Should the Lord tarry and give us those days. So with that being said, family, I want to go into four takeaways for us, four takeaways. But first, what I want to do is I want to make sure that you understand the definition of what a sign is. A sign is any object, action, event or pattern that conveys a meaning. Any object, any action, any event or a pattern, etc., that conveys a meaning. There was an object and that object was the Lord's affection towards his people, towards his creation. There was an action sending an action that he would send his only begotten son that whosoever would believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. There was a major event we know as Calvary's cross, the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior Jesus, by which he paid our sin debt and he ransomed us or he reconciled us back to God the Father where, as you heard me say before, where he defeated sin on Friday, he defeated the enemy on Saturday and defeated death on Sunday for us. That's a major event for us. And there's a pattern. There's a pattern of his glory that he wants us to live out here in the earth. And I heard uh, I heard a rabbi say one time that if the pattern is right, that the glory will fall. If the pattern is right, if we follow the divine strategies, this holy blueprint that the Lord has given us, this is this is first of all and foremost, this holy word is a testimony. This testifies. This is the this is the true account of our great and mighty God, our great and mighty King, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is his testimony. This story is about him. This is his story that he has given to us. But in his story, he has also given us his commandments. He's given us his laws. He's given us his statutes that we should follow because he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And we can only love him because the Bible says he first loved us. So there's a pattern. There's a pattern for the promise. There's a pattern for our prosperity. The Lord wants us to follow the divine instructions in the exact way that he has recorded for us to do so. And so, family, there's a pattern and it all conveys a meaning. And that meaning that we're going to learn today is God is with us. So the Lord called for King Ahaz to ask for a sign. That's the first. He called him to ask for a sign. This part of that just ask for a sign. The Lord wanted to remind him through this that he is the almighty God and in him, God's people lack nothing. But King Ahaz and this false humility and this display of pride, he didn't want to ask the Lord, should I touch the Lord God? Isaiah said to him, 
Hear now, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to wear me? You can go and you can ask all of these other kings and these other armies to fight for you, but you won't ask your God. You can ask all of these other people to provide for you, but you won't ask your great and mighty God. You can ask all these doctors and other people to heal for you, but you still won't ask God. And listen, family, you, you know me. I'm never one. God puts all these beautiful things in the earth for us to receive its goodness from. He put doctors in the earth. He puts therapists in the earth. He's put uh, 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 financial institutions and, and financial disciplines and, and other resources and all these things. He's given us education and, and uh, uh, outlets uh, to be educated, whether that's to be uh, certified in certain areas or to go to a post-secondary school and receive uh, uh, an undergraduate degree. And congratulations to Chelsea and Narika in this moment for graduating from my beloved alma mater, North Carolina Central University, Eagle Pride, amplified in this moment. But he gives us all of these great things on earth to receive from, to enjoy from, but to never to fully trust and depend on or lean on. He's supposed to be our rock and our refuge in whom we always trust. These things are to, to be accessories to his grace, not the main avenue or outlet for it. So, yes, we go to the doctor and we get our examinations and we get our healings and we get the prescribed medicine we need. We go to counselors and therapists and we receive from the gift that God has placed in the earth through, uh, through these resources. And we go to financial institutions and we better our credit scores and we uh, learn financial disciplines to help us to grow in our finances. And, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. We go to nutritionists. We go to personal trainers, physical trainers and things of that nature to help us in these areas. But our hope is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and righteousness. We dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. So the prophet Isaiah was saying, King Ahaz, you don't went to all these other kings and you want to assemble these armies to fight for you, but your great and mighty God, the one who you know delivered his people out of the bond uh, that they were in in Egypt from the hand of Pharaoh, you're not going to trust this God? And he's communicating to you right now and he's asking you, just ask me for a sign to know that I'm with you. So here's the first thing that I want to show us from this. Here's, here's four takeaways, four helpful takeaways that I want to show us with, with it, as it relates to Emmanuel, God being with us. Four takeaways, four takeaways. Here's it. God is with us by way of his gospel that gave us salvation. Emmanuel, God with us. One of the ways he has given us a sign, one of the ways that he has communicated his love to us in this way is to remind us by way of the truth and power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that brought us salvation, that gave us salvation, by which we stand and live in right now, that proves that God is with us. He saved us, y'all. He came into this world to set us free from the penalty of sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death and he came to free us from that debt. He came to pay it. He came to take our place, to stand in our place. He came to wrap himself in this flesh, to become fully God, to be fully man. He was fully human and fully divine. He took on sin nature so he can carry it to Calvary's cross and he could defeat sin on the cross for us. He could pay our sin debt. He could wash us clean and he could pardon our sins by the shedding of his precious blood. He would live a perfect, 
sinless and obedient life to the Father in this nasty, sinful flesh that would make him, that would prove him to be the lamb, the sacrificial lamb without spot or blemish. There was no fault in him. There was no flaw in him. And he did that all in this nasty, sinful flesh that we are wrapped in. And he came to live that way, to show us the way and then give us his power so we can live in that same way. He said to be holy for thou art holy. And so he came in this flesh to show us how that that in his power, in his truth, in his grace alone, can we walk the way that he has called us to walk? Listen to what Colossians 1 says about this. He says, and you who were once alienated and hostile in mind doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. He did what was necessary for us, what was needed for us, because we had made it abundantly clear to God that we couldn't do it for ourselves. So the beauty of the gospel is God did for us what we could not do for ourselves. And because he knows that about us and because Isaiah will later on to go and say, and and this is wonderful book of the Bible. He will go on to say that we are prone to wander and go astray. He said, I'm going to be with them. I won't leave them or forsake them because if I leave them over to their own devices, they're going to do something more destructive than they have done before. So he says, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to give you, I'm going to save you. I'm going to set you free from the bondage of sin and death, but I'm also going to protect you from yourself. And you hear me say this all the time, what the Lord has revealed to me is about not only do I need to um, pay attention and, 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 and not be ignorant to the schemes of the enemy, but also need to be mindful of my enemies. It's past pains. Those insecurities, those mistakes and decisions that I made in the past that has has really plagued me and has 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 been been like a cinder block that I've been carrying for my life over the last 10 years, five years, 50 years, however long it's been. He says, I've come to save you. To set you free. So you can say like in Hebrews uh, uh, chapter 12, you can lay aside every weight and sin that easily besets you from running into the arms of this great and mighty Savior, whose name is Emmanuel, God with us. That leads me to our next point. Next point. God has proven he's with us by gifting us his gospel and gifting us his salvation. And the second thing that he's done for us to prove that he's with us, he helps us to deal with our guilt and shame. He helps us to deal with our guilt and shame. After we receive the good news of the gospel and we have come into him and we have received and we have believed in our hearts and confessed with our mouth that Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father and that God the Father raised him up from the dead on our behalf. He paid our sin debt. Now in that he begins to help us deal with our guilt and shame. God's people were guilty. They were guilty of rebellion. They were guilty of disobedience. They were guilty of rejecting the one who loved them with, as I said before, with a love that is unconditional and is undying for them. A love that never loses its power. A love that says that I will go to the extremes to prove my love to you. And I went through that extreme when I sent my son for you. 
And so in that moment, he begins to help us deal with our guilt and shame. Now, family, listen, I can only speak for me on this, but I have enough life experience to know that many, if not all of us, have made a bad decision or two in our lives. Decisions that if we we're, we're, we're still reaping the consequences of decisions that we regret that we regret. And to be honest, we're ashamed to say that we even made that decision. Some uh, 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 have found out uh, um, some that people have found out about these decisions. They see the consequences of the action. And some of these things, some of these actions that we have done, some of these decisions that we have made, we're going to carry these things to our grave. We don't want anybody to know these things. And so our foremother and father of humanity, they made a bad decision in the Garden of Eden that caused all of mankind to begin to walk in guilt and shame. We left the God who loved us. So I think about King David when King David had the, the account with Bathsheba when he was supposed to be out there fighting uh, in the year. He was supposed to be out there fighting with his with his army. He just chose to stay at home and then he takes on another man's wife and then he impregnates that woman. And then he ends up setting up her husband to be murdered and, and, and all of that. And some other soldiers lost their lives in that situation. And finally, the prophet Nathan had to come to David and let him know of his actions, things that he didn't want to speak about, things that he was trying to cover up but the Lord there's nothing that we can hide from him because the Lord is light in him in in him there is no darkness at all so David thought he could keep that in a place of darkness but God sent light and it wasn't to punish him it was to redeem him he didn't want to pay uh, he didn't want to pay him back he wanted to bring David back because he had declared over David just like uh, uh, he has made a declaration over you he declared over David this is a man after my own heart family I believe that he's still making that declaration over us today no matter what decision that you have made no matter how uh, fall or far you think you may have fallen no matter how far away you think you have gotten from God you're not you're not you're not too far away from him. You not have fallen so much that he can't catch you and pick you up and clean you up and bring you back and set you back on the rock that is Christ Jesus. And I love what uh, I love what I love about God. Excuse me. What I love about God is what I've heard from a pastor many years ago who said this. God sees us as we are. He saves us as we are, but he does not leave us as we are. Romans 3 says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all have sinned and we fall short of the glory of God and are justified, listen, by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation. He was our substitutionary atoning sacrifice that brought us this gift of salvation by his blood. To be received, this is how you do it. You receive the good news of Jesus Christ by faith. That gospel that Jesus did everything necessary to save us. He lived a perfect, sinless, and obedient life. He carried our sins to Calvary's cross. He shed his precious blood for us. He willingly gave up his life for Calvary's cross. He went into the depths uh, and went down into the pits of hell and defeated the enemy for us. Took back the king, took back the keys, rose with all power and authority, and defeated death by conquering the grave. And then revealed himself to his believers, to the believers community, and then ascended to to the right hand of the throne of God. He did everything necessary for our salvation. 
Romans chapter 3 goes on to say, this was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he has passed over former sins. Oh, this is how God helps us deal with our guilt and our shame. God is so loving. He's so merciful. And when he applies the blood to our situation, when he cleanses us, he forgives us and he passes over former sins. Look, he's so good that when you got saved and you think about all those, God passed over us. He did. He wipes our slate totally clean. He cleanses us of all unrighteousness and he grants us a new account. A new account, a new credit standing full is it's at it's at eight fifty eight twenty whatever the highest is. He gives you a full credit stand and he continues to daily a credit to your card every single day, a credit to your account, an abundance of mercy that can never run out day by day. And then when you think that you ran out of mercy, which you didn't, then he you, you, the next day that he gives you, he accredits more to your account, more mercy. And then the next day, more mercy, more mercy. You can never run out because that's how good he is. He's just God like that. And it was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Christ Jesus. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck concludes his message, which is titled, Signed, God With Us. Thank you.